0: Critics claim that monkeypox is a racist name. A woman makes tons of money just chewing gum and blowing bubbles on social media. Hershey says, unfortunately, it won't be able to meet the Halloween candy demand this year. These are the weird stories for Thursday on the Weird AF News Podcast. I'm your host, Jonesy. You are you. I know you. I'm in a closet right now recording this for you. It's a little hot, but I think it's worth it, guys. It's worth it. Critics say that monkeypox is a racist name. I guess that means I've been being racist lately because I've said monkeypox a few times. I even said it to my doctor. It's like, hey, doctor, how do I know when I got the monkeypox? Can I get it from the bananas at the dollar store, bro? (laughs) Doctor's like, I don't think so, Jonesy, although my doctor doesn't call me Jonesy. Okay, let's find out why monkeypox is racist. This is important information, guys. You don't want to be accused of being a racist, all right? I'm looking out for you, for your well-being. I'm looking out for your social position. You could be shamed in public, maybe, if you say this word. So let's find out what's going on. It says nearly seven weeks after the World Health Organization said it's going to change the name of the monkeypox disease, agreeing with the scientists who called it discriminatory and stigmatizing. Oh, the scientists say that it's discriminatory and stigmatizing. I guess it gives monkeys a bad name, right? This controversial label doesn't seem to be going anywhere, though. They're still calling it the monkeypox. Critics say the name monkeypox plays into racist stereotypes about black people, Africa, and LGBTQ people. Is that so? I didn't know that. I don't associate that. (laughs) I mean... From my understanding, that uh, monkeypox is more ubiquitous in the LGBTQ community, but I don't, I don't like think that the LGBTQ community has anything to do with monkeys. That doesn't come to mind at all. I think people are making a little bit of a leap here. I don't know. <laughs> Am I off base here? But I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think monkeypox. I'm like I don't think. Oh, you guys are a bunch of monkeys! Ha ha! I'm not eight years old. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, scientists also say, in addition to it being a racist stereotype about black people and gay people, um, they note it falsely suggests monkeys are the main source of the virus. Yeah, it definitely does that. I assume from the name that it was from monkeys. Am I wrong? I, I really don't know the whole all of the information. I really don't. <laughs> I just assume it came from monkeys because you called it monkeypox. I didn't assume it came from some ethnicity because you called it that. I don't know. I don't know why people are accusing us of that. Oh, boy. Wow. We're walking a very tight rope, guys. Ugh, could be canceled any moment here and removed from my closet. And I'm just trying to figure out how the world works. That's all. Just trying to figure it out. You know, I have no, no mean intentions. I don't have a mean bone in my whole body. I'm just trying to figure out the world. Not trying to insult anybody. Uh, We have a doctor in the story with a name I can't pronounce. I'm not going to attempt because then people will call me racist, I think. The doctor says, monkeypox should be renamed for two major reasons. First, there is a long history of referring to blacks as monkeys. Therefore, monkeypox is racist and stigmatizes blacks. Secondly, monkeypox gives a wrong impression that the disease, the disease, the disease, the disease... I couldn't get it out. The disease is only transmitted by monkeys. This is wrong, the doctor adds. It's not transmitted by monkeys. Okay, so is it going to be changed or what? When asked for an update on the WHO's name-changing process, their chief scientist said that, as far as we know, we have not received any proposals for a name to replace monkeypox. Uh, we are open for suggestions. All right, I got some suggestions for you over at the WHO. How about Icky Pox? How about that? That way no one's offended. Icky Pox, guys. Oh, you got the Icky Pox? I said Icky Pox. No one can be offended. Icky, right? (laughs) Oh, except for all the people who are named Icky, like Icky Woods, the former running back of the Bengals. This is kind of a nightmare situation. Do you guys have any suggestions on what we should call this? I imagine whatever you come up with, it's going to offend some group or somebody out there. And, you know, we have an epidemic of feelings getting hurt right now, guys. I don't want to add to that. I don't think we should. I think we should make people feel better. (laughs) Can we call them, how about we call them rainbow pox? Would that be? No, no, that's not a good idea either. How about we just call them pox? How about that? Can the phrase offend anybody? I don't think that's really a a, a word. So it must not be offensive if it's not a real word. Pox. Well, I don't know what to do about this, guys, and it's a very serious situation. The longer we wait with the name change, the more people's feelings are going to be hurt. So call the show and tell me how how we can fix the situation. I'm open to any suggestions, too. 646-450-2012, Six four six four five zero twenty twelve guys. A woman is making a good amount of money just chewing gum and blowing bubbles on social media. A bizarre talent helps a German woman earn more than seven hundred euro a month. I don't. I wouldn't call a chewing gum a bizarre talent. I, I wouldn't even call it a talent. But maybe she does some special things with the bubble gum. Let's find out. Does she blow bubbles with her nose or out her butt? Uh, You know, I'd watch that, (laughs) especially out the butt. (laughs) You can blow bubbles out your butt with bubble gum. I'm impressed. Okay, so so she's 30 years old. Julia Ferrat has a rare talent of blowing giant bubbles of chewing gum. This isn't a rare talent. I was doing this at the age of three. (laughs) Really? I had no idea I could be making 700 euro a month when I was three years old. Okay, so she has this rare talent of blowing bubbles of chewing gum. And this has made her quite popular on social media. Okay. And people are just giving her free money. Unbelievable. I make $25 a comedy show. This lady. <laughs> Julia, it says here, at one time, chewed up to 30 sticks of chewing gum and blew a bubble twice the size of her head. Oh, man, I've, I've destroyed that. I've, chew- I've had 100 pieces of gum in my mouth. I blew a bubble as big as a house. There's no witnesses. We didn't have cameras back then on our phones. Was, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I was good at this. And uh, here's one of the ways she makes her money is she takes pictures of herself after she blows these bubbles and then sells them to strangers. <laughs> there's probably like a chewing gum fetish out there, I'd imagine. It says here, for this, quote, business that she has opened on social media as well. She's a... Uh, invested some of her own money, five euro a month on large quantities of chewing gum. That doesn't sound like a lot on chewing gum. Five euro? That doesn't get you much. Uh, All right. This isn't a huge investment. Julia forayed into bubble blowing after one of her friends, as a joke, told her that she can sell clips and images of her chewing gum and blowing bubbles. Here's a quote from Julia. That's how it says she... She forayed into bubble blowing. Like, we've all blown bubbles. (laughs) This isn't some special thing. Wow, man. Okay. Uh, Here's a quote from Julie. Julia. So I sing the song of love. It started out as a bit of fun, but I did some research and realized it was real after I found online communities dedicated to blowing bubbles. The rest was history. (laughs) Online communities of people blowing bubbles? Wow. Wow. Who Can you be any more of a loser? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just speaking my mind. A community of people blowing bubbles. What are they, six? What the hell, man? People need to get a life. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. People get joy out of this. Oh, boy. Okay, they get joy out of it. Let them have their joy. They're not harming anybody with the bubble blowing unless they put it in someone else's hair. So let them have their... Let them join their, uh, have their festivals of bubble blowing. <laughs> okay. says here she started sharing her content on a website called my.club. Is that like OnlyFans for bubble gum? She soon started gaining an audience. My fans are happy. Oh no, I need to go back to the other the other voice. My fans are happy that I am able to to supply them with the content that they want and sometimes cannot find elsewhere. They can't find this content anywhere. They can't find anybody blowing bubbles in the world. They don't have nephews and nieces. (laughs) They could just anybody can blow bubbles. You could just blow them yourself in a mirror. Now you're watching someone blow bubbles. Wow, a lot of fun. You don't have to spend any of your money. She stated that she receives qu- requests for customized content that can differ in bubble sizes. They also ask her to wear specific outfits and shoot at various camera angles. Okay, something else is going on here. I didn't look at the account. Is she blowing bubbles in her bikini? Oh, all right. I had to go find a photo of her because in this article there is not one, and she is very attractive. So that's what's going on. She's beautiful. So like, she's like a beautiful. Blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman. Pfft. Julia earns a substantial amount of money, but prefers keeping this as a side hustle. She primi- Oh, you mean you don't want to dedicate your entire life to blowing bubbles? That's nice. She primarily works in marketing. and In addition, she has a degree in architecture and civil engineering. She uses the extra cash to treat herself more often. She also says, I legitimately enjoy bubble gum and blowing bubbles. It's fun. It's fun to challenge myself and create content that people request. People request this. I can't believe people request this. Here's what they request for you to take off your top. Julia, that's what they're really requesting. Please take off your top. Yeah, we're not dumb. We know what's going on here. She stated also that chewing gum and bubble blowing is a form of fetish that caters to a wide audience online. It's a form of fetish. People are into it, I suppose. People are into the most outlandish behaviors and they get excited about such behaviors it blows my mind and if you have a chewing gum bubble blowing fetish I mean we need to keep you away from the playgrounds is what I'm thinking (laughs) you should be on a list okay if your fetish is strange enough there should be a list where you go on that Hershey says they won't be able to meet the Halloween demand for candy this year this is some bad news for Halloween enthusiasts. I'm so sorry. This year you might be out of luck in the candy aisle because according to the Hershey's CEO, Michelle Buck, we will not be able to fully meet consumer demand this year for the October holiday. Uh, this is after the company's second quarter results last week. Turns out. Consumers are demanding more regular and Halloween-themed candy than Hershey can even make, at least right now. Many consumer goods manufacturers actually have been struggling to meet surging demand for their products during this pandemic, especially with the ongoing supply chain issues. And now it's affecting our candy, bro. Companies have had to reduce production of certain less popular items, as in the case of the late great Chaco Taco. You guys know about the Chaco Taco? I didn't do it. A segment on it in the podcast, but I posted about it in the Patreon. Let everybody know that the Choco Taco is going away, but then I came across an article today says the Choco Taco is going to make a comeback, so I haven't read that one yet. I'm going to jump into that. I'll give you an update in the Patreon if the Choco Taco, in fact, is going to come back. Do you guys know all the terms I'm using in this story? The Choco Taco, it's an ice cream treat from Klondike Company, and uh, Hershey is a huge chocolatier i assume you know what that is as well we're talking about candy guys we're talking about chocolate you know what makes the world go around these days chocolate man and cocaine just kidding just the just the chocolate it says here hershey's got some problems let's find out what the problems are demands for sweets have surged during the pandemic and remained high because people are Anxious, and when you're anxious, you want some sweets, guys. You want a little sweets. Why do you think boba shops are exploding right now? It's because we're anxious. Boba shops really weren't a thing. Nope, now they are. A pandemic comes on? Boba! Because we are scared. We need sugar to calm us down. (laughs) Okay, so we got demand for sweets are high. Meanwhile, interest in Halloween has also gotten stronger. They don't say why. Halloween's cool. Probably my favorite holiday. This is bittersweet news, though, for Hershey, which has seen its sales spike. The company reported double-digit sales growth in the quarter compared to last year. Well, why is that bittersweet news for Hershey? They're making tons of money still, it sounds like. It says that Hershey also had to make some production sacrifices, though. The chocolate maker uses the same at manufacturing lines for its regular and seasonal products. That means it can't amp up production of both regular sweets and Halloween or holiday items. Instead, it has to do one or the other. You either get regular sweets or you get Halloween. Just give us more Halloween. Just switch over for September and October, then go back to the regular ones. Here's another quote from the CEO, Buck. We had a strategy of prioritizing everyday on-shelf availability. That was a choice that we needed to make. It was a tough decision, but that means we're going to have to kind of give up Halloween a bit. Well, well, what's going to happen? What's the fallout? Is there going to be no trick or treat this year? What's going on? No, guys, don't worry because there's other companies, Hershey's competitors, Mars, Wrigley, which makes M and M's, Snickers, Skittles, and other candies. A company called Brock's, They're going to be busy this Halloween season. They are not letting up at all. Uh, and so you will have some choices, thankfully, because we can't not have Halloween candy. Come on, guys. That's like having a bachelorette party without four Proud Boy strippers, right? You guys like Proud Boy strippers, right? You know, the ones with the mullet? (laughs) Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the outro. It's your host here. Still with you. Thanks for continuing to be with me. I have a lovely review that I want to read on Amazon. It's fabulous. It's from Chelsea. She gave me five stars and... Wrote, peak entertainment. Peak entertainment. How about that? Uh, Chelsea says, if you don't like it, move on. (laughs) I like that. It's a good start. If you don't like it, just move on. It just wasn't made for you. Weird AF News is a great concept for a podcast with excellent execution by Jonesy. I started listening every morning since the real news has been nothing but bleak these days. He definitely gives me something to think about or talk about for the day. I was super excited when one weekend I suggested a story, and it was the very first story he covered on Monday. You can tell this is his passion project. I mean, come on. He records in a mega-hot closet every weekday. For you, the listener, be grateful. Thank you, Chelsea. Chelsea, you spoke my mind. Yeah. If you don't like it, move on. <laughs> no, but people have a pathology, Chelsea. They have pathology. They can't move on. They feel like they have to then... Pull up a website, <laughs> open up an account, and then express themselves because they weren't listened to as children <laughs> or they're in a relationship with a person who isn't listening to them. So now they got to go out in the world and give everybody their unwanted opinion. <laughs> so it's pathology. You got to feel bad for these people at the end of the day, right? I mean, I'm just trying to show you my human side, guys. Anyways, thank you so much for the review, Chelsea. That was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, I got a couple phone calls I'm going to publish after this. If you guys would like to call the show, the number is 646-450-2012. Just a heads up, tomorrow is Friday. We're going to do Florida Friday. As you know, all the weird news from this week out of the state of Florida only. So send me Florida articles if you come across them. Send me recent Florida articles, please. Uh, My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. If you'd like to join the Patreon, because you want to get an, an update on the Chaco Taco, <laughs> that's a good reason, go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or uh, weirdafnews.com. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
1: Jonesy, you did it again. So this time I had to call in and correct you. This is like, I don't know, the second or third time lately that you've gone down a list of bands from Boston and you have not mentioned Boston, the band, you know, like more than a feeling rock and roll band. Those are the ones I can think of right now. And I've been drinking. Otherwise I would know all these details, but they had a, a great story. I think it was like one guy, like an MIT professor in his basement that recorded all this music and played every instrument and did every part for, and then like released a whole album. Just look, look it up. Look up Boston or somebody else. Call in and correct me on these details if I'm getting it wrong. But yeah, absolutely. More than a feeling is such a banger. Like such a good song, man. God. The other bands you mentioned are great too. I do. I really love Aerosmith. They were that. Aerosmith was actually my first concert when I my turned 18. That was my birthday gift. Um I requested from my parents, I wanted a concert t-shirt and I wanted to go see Aerosmith. So I went with my dad and my sister and we had a kick-ass time. Love it. Love Steven Tyler, love Aerosmith. Love Boston also, the band. I haven't been to Boston the city. I would like to. I haven't been to the East Coast at all. Should probably, my son wants to drive to Michigan get on a boat, and sail through all the Great Lakes to New York. Does anybody know if that's possible? I would love to do that for him. He's going to be seven. It seems like a cool adventure for a seven-year-old to come up with, you know? Anyway, I love you. Love the show. Keep it up. Good luck with your life, man. Josie, hi.
2: It's Chelsea Levy, your most recent patron. You got my name right the first time. Either way, I'll, you know, Kelsey the Great, I'll take it. Um, I really wanted to reach out because I have my own favorite weird news story. Don't want to take your thunder or anything like that, but this one's kind of old. I figured it wouldn't exactly be your cup of tea for the show, but I'll give you the, the quick version. Um, back in 2017, uh, in my hometown of Syracuse, New York, there was a AAA tow truck driver pulled over on the side of the road to help a member out changing a tire. And a person, a pedestrian, walking by decided to commit a crime of opportunity and hop in the vehicle and take it for a joyride. ride. Uh, over the course of seven miles and 30 minutes, cops chased him. Uh, the The truck ran into, you know, other vehicles, regular civilian vehicles, and it wasn't stopped until it hit a fire truck in the, I believe, the Salvation Army parking lot, something like that. Um, It was just so ridiculous, and um, it was quoted, the gentleman was quoted afterwards as saying that was some Grand Theft Auto stuff I was out there doing. Um, I was just reeling because at the time I'm thinking, man, my ex-boyfriend is a AAA truck driver in Syracuse still, and lo and behold, it was my ex's truck that got stolen. Uh, Yeah, the man who did it, I guess, uh, was... Out of jail and wanted to go back to jail and, uh, that's what he did. Uh, cameras show him dancing in the truck and smoking cigarettes and, uh, loving life. So that's my favorite weird AF story. Uh, just wanted to share it with you, Jonesy, and thanks for the love on the podcast. Talk to you later.